Blog Talk Radio. I'm ready. Yo, Donkey. Yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's happening tonight, man? I'm going to check out a few skis over there. You know what I'm saying? Yo, man, I've seen a lot of skis in this place tonight, man. I know. I'm ready for the wild thing. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it goes a little something like this. Some say it's an art. Some say it's a shame. You would give me your body before your name. But I'm a jigger high and I'm a jigger low. I'm a jigger wherever it you go. So later on, don't Church Hope. 
and I kind of thought, hmm, you know, women always get labeled as hoes for various reasons, but what makes that guy get labeled a hoe? What is it that makes somebody say he's a hoe? And so I wanted to talk about that because I think there is a double standard at work here. And then there's a whole other issue that I want to bring to the forefront that's like a double-double standard that I want to talk about as well. So um, you said there was something that we really need to take care of. What do you think that is? We need to stand a baseline, you said. Yep, that's what I said. So what do what'd you decide we needed to do? Well, I mean, I tried to keep it simple. It wasn't no trying. It wasn't no point in trying to really go. I would say too tremendously deep at the at the outset. We can always, you know, dig deeper as we go as far as that was. But the 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 basic baseline that I set, which kind of made it easy for a lot of people to follow to some degree, was hoes get paid, sluts get laid. That's pretty much mm-hmm. how. That was the that was the easiest baseline I could establish. And then we can kind of move forward from there. Um, I, it, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. I don't need to really expound on that too, too much. Okay. So I get that. I get that. I get that. And I'm okay with that being our baseline. It's, you know, as long as we take into consideration that getting paid doesn't always mean monetary. You know, it doesn't always have to be with money. Of it could be any other thing. So, I mean, as long as we keep that in line when we put um, put our ideas out there, because I think that's always important, um, is that we know up front what we're all based in on, because if I come at you with an angle, you might not like it, because you might not understand where I'm coming from. So I'm, I'm considering it to be anything that someone gets out of it other than the pleasure. So are you mm-hmm. with do you agree with that? You think so? That works? I I'm with you to a degree, but we'll we'll dig deeper into that as we go forward, so Ah, uh, oh, okay. Ah, uh, okay. You kinda agree but you kinda don't. Okay, I'm fine with yeah. it. Um, yeah, it won't exactly. be the first time. Yeah. It won't uh, it's be the first never, time. Trust me, it won't be the last. You know, this. I don't know. And you know what? That makes you more interesting. That a lot of times when you don't agree with me, you're wrong, and I like that, and that's cool. Oh, but um, yeah, okay. You, you, can, you can go ahead and run with that if you want to. Please keep believing that. I've been proven right on a few occasions, so let's not even rock that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take a call because we already have one, and I think that if we have one this early, maybe it is very important. So I want to go ahead and take this call. Area code is nine one nine. You're on the air. Hey y'all, what's up? Hello, how are you? Is this Treasure Blue? No, it's not. What? Oh yeah. What's up, Shamor? How are you, Treasure? I'm good. I'm I'm up past my bedtime, but I was compelled to Show some love and support for my brother Reginald. You know he came in the game. I like his swagger. Like he came in. Um, I saw his adversity that he faced and stood up to it. 
and came out of it. You know what I'm saying? I respect people like that. So, you know, I just want to give my support and let the brother know I'm behind him 100%, and all he do, as long as he stay true to the craft and give back to this industry. All right. And that's cool for you to call in and say that. So, because I do know that all of those who are listening, um, in the interview, he talked a little bit about um, the little adversity that he had. Um, and it's it's something that we need to consider in the industry, how we treat each other. And um, so I'm glad Treasure yeah, called absolutely. in in support. That was really good. And I know cool. that uh, Reginald will appreciate that. Of course. You know, I I just want to let you know, Reginald, you know what I mean? Like I said, you know, believe half of what you hear, you know, none of what you hear and half of what you see. The people who's going to come at you is always going to be from the authors because they got everything to hate on you about. And I don't even like using that word uh, hate, you know, but, you know, I mean, develop that tough skin now. And just keep pounding and just do you, man. I'm proud of you. Yeah, he's done. And he's, he's, and he's, he's held up, definitely. I, I'll, I'll have to agree with you on that one, definitely, Treasure. Uh, just even seeing some of the stuff in hindsight, it's just like, you know, for him to stand firm, you you got to respect that. Yes, sir. So um, I, I know that. Um, Reginald couldn't be on the show. You know, we're gonna um, play um, part of his interview, but I know that he was listening to the show because he asked me what time it started. So I know that hearing uh, your support on the air is definitely gonna make a difference in how he proceeds um, in, in what he does. You know, he's had a couple of rocky roads through um, his very beginnings in the industry, so I know that. Um, it matters much that, you know, kind of pat him on the back and kind of let him know it's going to be all right. Like you said, yeah, that tough skin, that's important. Absolutely. No doubt. So I'm just going to just uh, be a fan. I'm just going to listen to your show, Shamor, as I'll uh, go go off in my um, misty blue tonight, okay? All right. Thanks well, I thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate the treasure. All right, take it easy, everybody. Bye. All right, bye bye. All right, so that was a wonderful surprise. Um, and with that, I'm gonna actually use that as our segue into um, the portion of the interview I want to share with you guys. And again, it's only gonna be a few minutes. Um, to kind of let you know some of his um, backstory so that you can kind of be um, intrigued to go ahead and listen to the rest of the interview. Like I said, it's in the archives. The author that I'm talking about is Reginald A. Ward, and the name of or the title of his book is um, The Church Hole. So that leads us into a whole other discussion. But for the next few minutes, I want you to kind of take in some of his story and can I look at what he has um, endured thus far? So. Log Talk Radio.
welcome to this added segment to the Wednesday Night Wind Down. And this segment is called uh, Wine and Words. We spend 10 minutes with an aspiring up-and-coming to let them kind of give us a sample of their great talent. Um, and tonight, or today, <laughs> uh, we're going to be uh, talking with um, a gentleman who is putting out his, um, I want to say it's his second book. But we'll be more specific when he comes on the line. Um, Reginald A. Ward. And we're going to spend a little time with him getting to know about his work so that you can pass that and support. Um, Reginald, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to have you. And how are you? I'm great, and yourself? Uh, right now, I am doing pretty well. Um, basically, what I want to do is I want to allow you to share um, what it is that you have um, released currently, your current projects, and then give a little bit of your backstory so that um, my listeners can get to know you so that they feel like, you know, they want to go ahead and support. So I do have a set of questions. However, I always like to have um my um, artists kind of tell us a little bit about themselves so you can start wherever you want to. Give us a little bit of your story. Okay. Well, again, I'm really thankful that you, you have me on. Um, I want to say, you know, shout out to Chicago. I'm from Chicago, born and raised. Um, pretty much grew up here, you know. Uh, I've been writing all of my life uh, from when I was younger. Um I had wrote a few books, and I actually um, saved them wrong on my computer and ended up getting erased. So what I did was I, about 2010, I stepped out on faith, and I sent in uh, some of my manuscript to this publishing company, and, you know, they agreed to publish my book. What I did not do was I did not do any real research on the company, and I ended up getting screwed over big time with this company. Um uh, and at that point, I was so, you know, excuse me? I said the horror stories. I understand, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, I was just, you know, I didn't want to write no more. You know, they were taking so much percentage of my book sales. Um, I even stopped responding to their emails, to be honest, stopped responding to their calls. You know, I was just at a bad place in my life. I'm like, I don't want to write no more. I don't give a damn about writing. I'm I'm tired. So what I did was I took about three years off. Um, these last three years, I've worked on building my own company. I stepped out on faith and did it. I uh, started Freedom's Glory Publications, uh, me by myself. I uh, didn't have help from anybody, no help at all. I did it all by myself. Well, you know, help from the Lord, of course, but, I mean, as far as physical people, there were no help. Uh, so we're here for today where I just released my second book, uh, first book under my publishing company, The Church Hole. Uh, the <laughs> Church Hole. <laughs> the Church Hole, The Church Hole, The Church Hole. <laughs> I know, what a title. Yeah, with this, this book has got uh, <laughs> a lot of, oof, I have a lot of people that have been supporting me. Uh, then you have those people, you know, who haven't read the book, but, you know, want to judge the book by the cover and 
you know, why would you name the book that? Why would you this? Why would you that? And then, you know, I don't know if you know, but uh, my book was released uh, the other day. Uh, it was mistakenly listed under the children's section, uh, which was not my fault at all. Mistakenly listed under the children's section uh, on Kindle, Amazon. What I did was I contacted them, tried to get it fixed. You know, and me and another author actually got on the phone, you know, because I got so sick of the backlash on Facebook and the groups, you know, people, you know, trying to say I did it on purpose or, you know, people that I thought were actually friends, you know, doing subliminal messages. Oh, you know, people got to put your, you know, books in the wrong gear to get sales and all that. You know, I'm not that type of person at all. I don't, I would never do anything like that. And I felt very, you know, hurt that people would even, categorize me, you know, like that. Then I got right. wind that there was a few authors, you know, that wanted to try to stop people from buying my book, telling them to stop buying my book, you know, then try to label me a pedophile. And I'm looking like, what the hell is really going on? One little mistake and all of this drama from this one mistake. Right. But Treasure, you know, Treasure Blue, who is a, a good, you know, friend of mine, she kept saying, you know, if you got them talking, then you got something going good, then, because it came from everywhere. I'm like, wow, this is supposed to be, you know, the happiest, you know, few days of my life. And it's just been a roller coaster from all these other authors, you know, that have an opinion about, you know, the situation with the Kindle thing that do not know me, mind you, have never met me, don't know the first thing about me. And then you can go as far as label someone as a pedophile. Because of, of a simple mistake of mistakenly listening in the children's section by mistake, mind you, and I, I like and, I called with and them. And <laughs> that shows, I, you know, <laughs> those. It goes to show you that you can't trust. You, you know, you can't trust any. You can't trust people like that. People are gonna have something to say or look for the first thing to down you. I'm like these people don't even know me. Don't know the first thing about me. It's only two people, I think, out of all these authors, two people that really hit me up trying to get my side of the story that really, you know, wanted to get it corrected. And, you know, right. I thank God for them. But these other people, I'm looking like, what the hell? Like, how could you even but, you know, down It's going to be like that. You know, on that on this journey, especially when you're one of those that has that um, – Good potential to do really well. You don't have to be ready because it's gonna be that way. That's the journey. Because if it was easy, everybody would do it. And with me, I was brought up in love. I'm not used to, you know, that negativity. That, you know, just putting another author down. And I'm like, you're doing all this shit just to try to sell a book. That's mm-hmm. almost like you selling your soul to the devil. You are going to really put another person down because you want to make yourself look better before everyone on Facebook, in these groups of mine, these book clubs and bookstores and, you know, readers and so forth. That's bogus. Right. Right. But it happens. But like I, and it's going to continue to happen, especially when you have something <laughs> worthy of discussion. So my, my only advice there is grow a thick skin and keep it moving because yeah. That's not going to go anywhere Once this fire is put out Guess what Something else is ready to burn ahead You just got to be ready You just got to be ready Yeah that I am The church hole 
Like I said, I, I have been getting a lot of support. Yeah. Tell me about this. Um, tell me about this story. Well, pretty much in the story, it follows a few different people, you know, around, and they're basically dealing with their church, you know, life, going to church every Sunday, you know, hallelujah. But yet, you know, when you step outside of church, you in your realness and, you know, your flesh, you're dealing with sex, you're dealing with all type of fornication, uh, you're dealing with hate, you're dealing with sorrow. Um, my main character, Kimberly, she's one of the people that, you know, has been known to be a hoe pretty much, known to be around and, you know, <laughs> she's at a point in her life where she really wants to change, but she really does not know how to change. So, She's reaching out to the church and, you know, trying to go. And then you got people that know her past. So instead of embracing her, you know, like Christians should do, embracing love, you got people that's looking upside her head when she walks up in the church, you know, and basically like, you know, what this bitch doing here? You got people mm-hmm. that want to expose her. You got people that, you know, just all type of things. And she's like very, 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 very fragile at the moment. So that's pretty much the book. Then you have other characters <laughs> in the book that just—it's just crazy. It's like it's a, it's a circus. It's crazy. When I was actually writing it, you know, I was sitting there thinking, like, should I even come out with this book? You know, should I should I release it? Should I not? But I'm like, you know, God kept telling me, you know, this story got to be told. This story has to be yeah. told. You, you you have that going on in the church. You have. To, Pastor of judging like he's God You know it's okay to try To correct someone but there's a way to do Everything you got Church members that know other things about other Church members you know Scandalizing people names and it's just It's real Look it's really real My question that was kind of My next question was what inspired this Right what was it was it Was it anything personal something Witnessed or Totally fictional <laughs> there was things in, that I've actually witnessed in person um, from you know a church that I went to. I wish, um, witnessed the pastor using you know his pulpit to try to embarrass people or you know try to rebuke people openly instead of you know easily calling the person you know to meet with them at the church or during the week and so forth. But yet you wait till you get before the church before everyone to try to put that person on front. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so that was our 10 minutes with Reginald A. Ward. His novel is The Church Ho, and his contact information is also on the page, so that you can go to his um, um, Facebook, Twitter, and you can also go to Amazon and download. A copy of that, um, and kind of dig into what it is that um, constitutes uh, the storyline. So you kind of get a feel for where he got some of that from, and how that story turns out. Um, and that's where, again, getting back into that topic, that's where we get into this whole concept of the hope. And we've already touched on the trying to get get straight this thing about what makes a woman a hoe. And we never did in that talk about what makes a man a hoe. 
So Shakira is going to help us understand, ladies, this other side, this testosterone-driven side of what that is, because I don't get it, because I believe in equal opportunity. That means if multiple sex partners makes a woman a whole, that's the same thing for a man to me. Shakira, you don't agree with me. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, you, 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 whether it, I mean, multiple sex partners is multiple sex partners as far as that is. Um, you know, it, it it gets to a point where, you know, it's a it's 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 what was discussed earlier. It's a patriarchal society, and based on that patriarchal society, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, they view things that men folk do a little bit different than what mm-hmm. women do. You know, it's just, it, you just gotta call it. You gotta call it down the middle. It is what it is. But the problem is, is that when you get to a point where you have a man who can, you know, who can flaunt multiple partners and you know all that other good stuff and whatnot, and you have a woman that does the same thing, there's going to be a bit of a there's going to be of a, a a bit of an imbalance um, when it comes when it comes to the way we are. We can do it, get away with it, be patted on the back. You know, it, we don't necessarily have to be called hoes, so to speak. We actually mm-hmm. came up in that. The funny thing, the funny thing about the funny thing about the actual term that we came up with, I think it was like God, I say about ten years ago, and it just kind of it was underground for a minute, and then it kind of came to the forefront, you know, out of the blue, kind of by accident or whatever. But you know, we call it, you know, basically we came up with the front with the term of being called a man whore. You know, and that was from the whole Deuce Bigelow movies and all that other good stuff and whatnot. Right, you know, it was all reality. funny games. Yeah, it was all funny reality. games. That's what then. it is. You know, but that's exactly <laughs> what it is. I mean, you know, they, you know, everybody wants to come up with, okay, yeah, we're being called players and called, you know, you, you're called studs. You know, the whole nine yards and all that other good stuff, and you know, you get the whole Casanova effect. Okay. Um, that comes into play as well. I mean, so it, you know, it's just. It just gets to that point. Now, that means wait, that wait, 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 secure. Hold on, secure. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. We we have um, our celebrity uh, wind up host on the line early tonight. Not only early, but on the line. Period. And oh wow, and it's not payday. And he showed up. She I said, think that goes down. That goes because you know he only shows up on payday. I I got no arguments <laughs> with it. I know how it goes. Ron. Yes, ma'am. Hello. How are you feeling this evening? I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass inspection. What's going on, brother? How you feeling, Shigeru? <laughs> What's good with you, Ron? I don't know. I'm sitting here listening. First of all, the the interview was was very enlightening with the brother. It was very enlightening. Oh yeah, but, um, absolutely. As I'm sitting here listening, I I, I she said, well, "What makes a man a hoe?" I had two. I hit that one. I had to, <laughs> I had to get in there. Oh, oh no, I, no, I, I saw no that. I was like, "Oh, he hit the one on that. He got something to say." Oh, and you know, I'm not ready because you hit that one while I was talking. You know no, that, right? right. You, 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 you we don't. I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I, 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 I
Well, I agree with you. Nine. All right, it's good. It's a good night. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. And you you have the floor. What you want to say? You is, oh, no, the never only mind. I is that is that you say that we manhood, and then that connotes that a woman is the original whore, and we a spin off from that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to put that on y'all. So I would say the men are just whores also. But other than that, I'm with you 100%. If okay, wait. Did, woman, okay. did you get that? Yeah, I heard it. I can't say I can't say I can I can jump on board with him with that, but you know that is what it is. Um, you know, it's 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 really to a point where, you know, I can get where he's coming from in terms of you know, okay, you know, split it down the middle. What's done on one is done on the other. It, yeah, in a perfect world, that's the case, no doubt. However, you, you know how it goes. I mean, the bottom line is, you can you can put a woman in the same situation as you try to put a man, and nine times out of ten. Other and it's not and it's not just the men that's going to do it; it's other women that's going to do it. So you got to keep that in right. proper. You got to you got to keep it in its proper perspective. It is. Well, I don't if, know if, if it's it was a proper perspective, but it's perspective it's in. I mean, but still, where I'm at here's here's the, and the reason why I say where I'm at is where I'm at is you know things have changed to some degree. They haven't completely you know it hasn't been a complete paradigm shift. But it's enough of one where it can be taken notice where it no longer has to be the way it has to be. That being you know what said, I think, you know, I think one of the issues is is that when people ask other people, say, what do you think about that? They say, well, you know, society says, you know, I'm not asking society, I'm asking you. And we put it off. On, we, put, we put our feelings off on society. So if each one of us individually answer that question, and not worry about what society thinks. I think the answer for society would be changed. Yeah, but you're looking at trying to do that one person at a time. I dig that. That's no problem. However, you know the drill. Most people, a person is smart. People are panicky. People are dumb, and they go with the pack mentality. It's just yeah. it's it's too much like right. Unfortunately, you and yeah. I can agree. You you and I can possibly agree that yes, if you put a woman in and she's got two three men on her on her team. And everything is good, and the men are good. Give proper respect where proper respect is due. You and I can do that. If we try to ask another brother down the street, he's looking at her. He's looking at the. He's looking at the female like, okay, well, fuck, I ain't trying to deal with that. What is you? Is something wrong with her? What's really going on? You know, that's that's what we're dealing with. And then you talk about, and then if you try to ask a couple of females about the same woman, they turn their nose up before you can even get the rest of the situation out of your mouth. Yeah, it's like that sometimes. And, and, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go a step further with it. Those females, if they look back on their own family tree, <laughs> their mother or their they grandmother, <laughs> they can't go stone. Yeah, but the thing is, but but the thing is that when you have women, and see, I've, I've said this on time and occasion, women can be a whole lot more discreet when it comes to what they do if they really put their mind to it. It's the ones that just decide they don't give a shit is what gives the rest of them the whole, you know, is what gives the, is what lends credence, what lends a little bit of what's, uh, authenticity, if you want to say, to that actual word, to that term, you know, as far as that was. When we came up, you know, when the whole term of manhood came up, well, hell, you know, brothers was like shit. 
I'm good with that time. What the fuck? You know, I ain't no real <laughs> big concern in that one. You know, shit. That's I'm because, yeah, man, that's because you know why that stem, where that stems from. You know where that stems from. Because if another guy, you walk by another car, a guy says, you know, oh, he's a he's a hoe. Y'all, y'all turn around and give him a dapper and say, yeah, man, thank you. It's a compliment. However, it, yes, if it's, it's, it's women... And a chick walks by, and another chick chick calls her a hoe. Oh, it's time to fight. It's it's even in how your gender embraces the term. Let's let's even remove and the society. Other, and and that's the whole and that's the whole point I'm trying to make. If you get to a point where the women, because it used to be, I mean, hell, it used to be a, a a minute back in the day where you couldn't call a woman a bitch. Another woman couldn't call another woman a bitch. Now. Right. They've completely flipped the paradigm at this point. And some of them. that term that term some well again. Uh, some yes, some I, some, I'm not some is better than none. I'm not nobody's bitch. Don't so, I don't like some it. is that <laughs> some is better than none, you know, as far as that is. But it's just a matter of it's a matter of being able to embrace the term, use the term in such a manner where you're good with it and you can kind of go forward from there at that point. We don't because because society, American society in particular, is such a patriarchal society, and men determine what other men do, and, and it's just it's, it's like another it's like it's like another. I think I had that same conversation with my son earlier today, and we just happened to be my wife and I just happened to be talking about uh, the thirty year old virgin uh, uh, example, and the first thing out of my son's mouth was. Damn, you ain't, you ain't go to college. You ain't know. You ain't feel. You know. You didn't meet no women back then, or whatever the case may be. Why are you thirty and still not had none? You know that type of thing. And my son's sixteen, and he's coming and up see, with that same kind. And that's where I was going with this. Um, that double double standard. Because then I I looked at some of the comments, and I and I know some women who they don't want that brother either. That inexperienced. Sloppy, untrained, don't know what to do with it, brother. They don't want him either. So you know, that's more of a drive for a guy when he realizes, don't no lady want a dude that ain't had experience. She don't want to train. Right. Well, some of them do, because I met the opposite of that too. I met somebody that wanted to train one. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there'll be a reason for that. Yeah, I met one lady today who let me know that's what she wanted. She'll let us know. Yeah, oh. <laughs> All right, uh, hold on, guys. We got to bring somebody on the line. By all means. Yo, what's up, y'all? What's good with y'all? What's good, RJ? What's going on? Much, man. Cooling, cooling. It's the traveling a uh, social media king. I ain't mad at it. It's getting to me. It's getting to me. The time is getting to me. I ain't slept in three days. So shit. Just cool. You poor baby. You sleep when we got. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, you know what? I totally agree with Shakira on that on the whole topic of the situation I was listening in. I, I think you agree. you agree with Shakira just so you can say you don't agree with me, but that's okay. I don't care. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but um, 
Everybody that's on Twitter right now, man, if you're listening, man, tweet me or tweet some more, man, and we will retweet you and read your tweet. Right now, I can't get to Twitter because I'm doing a whole lot of major work. And so, y'all make sure y'all go ahead and retweet me or some more. Mine is my sensations XL. You can tweet Shakur or some more, man. It will get tweeted right back, man. You know? You probably want to tweet Shakur. You probably want to do um, Shakur because I don't have my Twitter (laughs) up right now. I'm demoting you. You are not my social media king today. You are my <laughs> social media prince. I am demoting oh, wow. you. Yeah, oh, okay. moving you down a level. <laughs> so you gonna tell everybody what you're doing? Why you ain't sleeping in three days? Are you being? Are you somewhere being a man and, uh, I'm actually working on this new project and also this new video. Um, I got a whole bunch of kids involved, and I'm about to shoot it. It's a song that's uh, like close to the city that I've been touching down with, um, and, and that's all I can say for now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you working? That means um, because I I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew you were working and you wasn't being a man hoe. No, 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 no. Oh, um, you know, actually, you know, on this album right here, I've been talking with a whole lot of people, and I will be, you know, not only shouting out uh, the Wind Down show, but I will be, you know, putting in a little bit of aspects on the album as well. So, you know what I'm saying? If anybody go get the chapter two, uh, it will be great. It will be a great whole scenario because we will have a couple episodes uh, from the whole show that will be, you know, introduced to all my fans, you know what I'm saying, on the album. So, you know, y'all go get that. It will be crazy. All right. That's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. So, yeah, I'm going to have to get that. Um, and when will that be available to us? Um, Well, it's going to be on iTunes before everywhere else. So, um, Okay. Yeah, I haven't had no date set yet because okay. I'm adding more songs to it. Okay, well, that's fine. Just give us, we just know to go to iTunes and check it out. You know, um, but uh, any artists, authors out there that is trying to get heard, like musically wise, uh, make sure you go ahead, hit me up, we'll hit you more up, see so you contact me, and we'll do it like that. We'll go from there. You know, um, as far as promotion, because Shamor had brought it to me about the promotion issue. Um, the whole promotion <laughs> issue is just free. It's free right now. Um, <laughs> but right now, you know, I'm kind of getting beat up. saying right now. About it. By management, they, they're trying to get me to, you know, start charging. But, you know. I'm me, man. I'm my own person, you know what I'm saying? It's my label, so um, it will be free until, you know, basically I say that I don't want to do it for free. Until he has to concede to the establishment and the man puts his foot on his neck. That's how long. When that happens, you can forgive free. (laughs) But, you know, the Wind Down Show will always get everything free. So, you know what I'm saying? If you rock with Wind Down, you rock with me free. All right, then you have all these stragglers yeah. talking about, I'm on the wind-down team. I'm on the yeah, wind-down well. team. 
Well, you know, um, you know, um, if it's okay with you, you know, it can be a it can be a street team lunch, wind down street team. If they want to be a part of the team, they can be a part of the family. They got to work, huh? Put in the work, they get the benefit. Yeah, they got to put in the work, man. <laughs> That's something to think about. That's something to think about. Yeah, All right, well, well, maybe if we let you go, you can go get some sleep. Uh, no, nah, I ain't sleeping right now. Actually, I'm out here uh, shooting half of the video and um, in the studio as well. So. All right, well, go do your well, thing, Yeah, go do some work. <laughs> but all right, um, if anybody is in Atlanta two days from now, yeah, two days from now, you know, hit me up because it's going to be crazy, you know what I'm saying? I want to come to that town and wild out. I want to turn up. So y'all just meet me there. We do it. Tomorrow, I'm sorry, but I'm leaving Texas tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ain't that matter. Um, I don't care. <laughs> But yeah, I I holler at y'all. Y'all be easy. All right, right. be good. All right, all right, be easy, bro. All right. Shakir. Yeah, I'm here. And you and RJ gonna go um, hang out and be men, hold together. Yeah, yeah I knew you gonna throw me. I knew you gonna throw me under the bus for that one, huh? I'm just saying, number space I mean, and opportunity I mean, don't take the space away. Hey, it's that way sometimes. I got things going on the weekends as usual. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, you know, if you and I mean, I okay. if I got it, look, if the window opens up, I might be able to swing it. Ain't no guarantees on that because I'm still in the middle of football hell. Yeah, and you got to get permission anyway. Listen at you. <laughs> what I say? Whatever. What I say? <laughs> All right, Ron. Yes, ma'am. Do you have some wind up stuff? I actually, um, I actually do. I actually do. I actually do. Are you gonna um, make me mad? Oh Lord, here we go. I mean, isn't that the objective?
So I look sometimes at some of the things that's going on now, and I just look back at this. I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm coming to grips to being an old man, right? And in doing that, I look back for some of the things that we used to have that just like where they went. Let me explain what I mean. Remember Tropicana orange juice and apple juice used to come in the glass bottles? Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, they, now they come in the plastic bottles. Now, it seems like there's no difference. It's cheaper. It's easier to transport. But the coldness of a glass bottle, you can't put a price on that. You know what I mean? So the, 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 the quality that they used to have when I was coming up, things like that that they don't have nowadays, and it, it kind of hurts me. So then I'm looking at a couple of different things just like that. I don't know about where you're from, but up here in New York, you can't find a phone booth no more. Right. Oh, no, you can call that a, you can call that a wrap. <laughs> can't find a phone booth. So my phone went dead the other day. I'm looking, I got to make a phone call. I won't call in the house because that's the only damn number I remember. That, that That's another thing. It used to be we had at least a dozen phone numbers in our head. Now in your head, you're right. Number, maybe your cell number, maybe your, your job number, but that's it. It's like we, it's ridiculous. We're becoming zombies. But, I mean, I'm wow. looking for a phone. I couldn't find a phone. Do y'all have a pay phone where you, out, out there? No, I can no. tell you it ain't none down south, bro. Mm-hmm. You see, this is what I'm talking about. It's ridiculous. And, and even if they had their phones, we won't remember the numbers anyway. So right. Just be standing different. there clueless. Standing there clueless. You're right. I mean, and, and it's certain things that, like, the quality of things that we was coming up, and, and it, it just don't have them no more, whether it be something that, that that's simple like the Apple juice or something that's, like, to actually be critical like a phone or, I mean, just the other day I was looking at these young dudes and, and they was talking on the train and when I was coming up, if we cursed and it was an older person, we say, excuse ourselves and we tone ourselves down. These kids nowadays it's like they just, they go off on their tangents and they cursing and they they have very little respect in their language and I'm saying to myself well, where did we become punks and not chastise these kids? You know what I mean? Because coming up in the 70s and 80s, we was like just an older person would have said, hey, young man, keep your mouth down. Don't use that language. But now, you know, it's almost like we choose to be punks and sit by and let it happen. So, I I mean, just in in, in looking at that, I was going to talk about something else, but then I started looking at other things, and and I'm realizing, I don't know whether I'm becoming an old man and I'm seeing the difference between what was and what is and how good the good old days. You know how that gets, the good old days. I know about that, right? Right. <laughs> so, so I mean, just in thinking about those things, it kills me sometimes to look at the, the way quality has dropped and the way the society has dropped the good old days. And it's not even like I'm talking about the 40s and the 30s. I'm just talking about the 70s. But, um, but yeah, that, I had to get that off my chest right there. This, I mean, did I affect you? Dang, now that he didn't depress everybody, what do we say now? <laughs> Everybody's on suicide watch now. <laughs> I, I, Everybody I, I, want I mean, to go back to the good old days. You want to go back to the good old days? It's not wrong with that. But, I mean, basically, what it, when it comes to something like the apple juice, I'd pay an extra 75 cents for a glass bottle. 
as opposed to a plastic bottle. Maybe it's just me because I like the quality. You know what I mean? I'd pay 50 cents to make a phone call from a phone booth just if you have one. Can I have one? Can I get one? But, I mean, maybe it's just me. I mean, a phone a phone booth now would cost like $12 to make a phone call, right? You got that one. Right. So, I mean, you sitting there 20 minutes putting quarters in. I mean, I'm not trying to have a conversation. Yeah. I'm just trying to get a point across, Jamal. I don't know who you calling for 12 minutes and $20 on the phone. <laughs> but, um, okay, if that's what you choose to do, I'm not mad at you. Oh, uh, <laughs> He almost made me choke on my wine. Uh, you know what? It's that funny. You know what, Ron, sometimes I just, I don't know if I want the wine up sometimes because you don't know how to act. You don't know how to bring the wine up. <laughs> in and bring it out. You like to stir the wine up and cause a problem. But that's okay, because we were good. I was all feeling your nostalgia and everything. And you had to throw me under the bus. That's okay. I mean, I, I, you know what, though? I'm not trying to say I threw you under the bus, because I would never do that to you. That is not my intention. However, I don't know who makes $20 worth of payphone calls. I mean, that sounds like something <laughs> like you make a collect call from jail or something like that. I'm just but saying, know. you know, calls went up before they got rid of the damn phones. I'm just saying they weren't 25 cent anymore. You weren't paying attention. See, you all nostalgic, but you weren't looking at the reality. Calls went up a lot before they removed all the phones. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't anymore. know about that. They were 25 cents in New York. They still up. Well, we have inflation in the South, I guess. They were not 25 cents by the time they pulled them out of use. But I don't want to talk about this anymore. This is going to be a nice little segment. Let's let's, let's just go on the key. Let's talk about Obama. (laughs) (laughs) So you are day-to-day. You want me to hang up on you. Okay. I see how you're playing this. All right, now let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Well, Ryan said, can he ask you a question? No, I can't ask you a question. Yeah, excuse me. He's asking you a question. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Yes, sir. Thank you very kindly for this pleasure. Um, In your estimation, what makes a man a whore? In my estimation, a man is a whore when he has multiple partners and he does it for the simple fact that it rewards him in some way, especially if these women don't realize that they are all part of his stable. So what if they do realize it? Then we get into something a little different. Now, when when it's with permission, and we all are players in this, and I'm saying, yeah, I know that he's screwing her, her, and her, and it's all right because I have him on Tuesdays, then, you know, that's what you signed up for. But when I think we're exclusive and we're not because you got a whole lot of other chicks thinking they're exclusive, we got an issue. You just know. So are you saying that it has strictly to do with honesty? If I'm honest, then, then I'm not a whore, but if I'm dishonest, I am a whore? Is that what you're saying? You said with being honest? 
Right. Like, if I'm honest and I tell you that I have five other partners, I'm not a whore. But if I'm dishonest and I have, and I tell you just you, then I, then I am a whore. Is that what you're saying? I, I think it does have a lot to do with understanding. Because even if even if you know, even if the woman knows that he's sleeping around and she's in disagreement with it, then I do think that that's still wrong. Because if she's not in agreement All with right. it, you shouldn't be doing it. And if you guys can't agree on the terms of the relationship, then you shouldn't be in one, so we need to part ways. Uh, okay, I think. Okay, right. But as long as we have a mutual understanding, then it's cool. Okay, I have a mysterious call. I have a mysterious call. Mysterious. Yes, it's a... Area code that is unknown. Caller, you're on the air. Okay. Are you there, caller? Hello. Yes. There we go. Hey, it's Imaj. I'm not sure why I came up unknown. Yeah. Wow. Unknown. Trying to sneak in. I don't know. I don't. I don't have an unknown phone number. <laughs> Have, 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 are you using some manhole phone? Why? Nah, no, you're using a burner. I'm not using a manhole. not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you need a burner. Oh, my cell phone. So, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's how y'all Wait. roll. Unknown numbers. So, okay. Okay, I'm going to stop. Hi, Hi Mars. No, but I agree. How are Hi. you? I'm on this rainy North Carolina evening. I was about to say. But I, yeah, this weather is ridiculous where we are. It's been rain, raining for the last three weeks, so we're tired of rain. Um, hey, we kept you down here, so I understand you, babe. We ain't but a couple states down <laughs> from you. Golly. But I, I understand exactly what Shamor is saying. If you give me the opportunity to understand what you're doing, if you're, you know, I'm not going to consider you as a whore because, I understand, and I know what type of I can be on with you. But if you if you remove my choices from this situation and you just sleep in with Sally, whoever else, and her mom and her substitute, I have a problem with you. Because if you're going to do it, it's about it. Hmm. So, now, now um, what's her name? Ron, yeah. that guy. He's trying to set me up with that question. So let me go ahead, and I'm deferring to Shakir. Shakir. Go ahead. I got to throw you under the bus because Ron tried to throw me under the bus. <laughs> do, oh, you, do you even think that there is a such thing as a man hoe? Do you think that that even exists? Or is that just something that women created because they hate us? Do you consider that to be, because you're a dude, and I know y'all have this uh, man clause or whatever that says, you know, oh, dog, give me pound because, yeah, you got three women. So I'm just asking. Oh, shit. Go ahead. In your daily walk, you ever look at another dude and be like, man, he's such a hoe? Absolutely. Hell, I can look in the mirror and do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I done set myself up a damn game because I yes, forgot, Ron, we was vicariously through you. 
a woman's hoish tendencies are always validated, and it's always some dude in the background that calls that crap. And you saying, guys, it's just innate. It's by nature. They just born hoes. Oh, yeah. God. Guys, God. Oh, shit. Do. Guys, oh, my God. 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 Oh, my I mean, that, that, like would determine, that would determine when they said it's a boy. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> that okay. determined the minute he said it's a That's some bullshit if I ever heard it. I swear. <laughs> no, it's actually true, though. No, nah, that's I mean, that bullshit. You, okay, no. If that's you that take bullshit. Any, if you take any hoe off the street and you ask her her story, I, I'm willing to bet you, she either done got raped, abused, abandoned, neglected. Something done happened to that girl for her to turn into a hoe. Mm-hmm. And it all stems at the hand of a man. That's what that's about. What? You guys care about the other part. side of that coin. I'm, I'm about to say, can we call bullshit, please? <laughs> I'm promising y'all killing me with this shit. Oh, my goodness. So you telling me that no female, no female whatsoever, no female whatsoever had anything to do with a man being a hoe in any stretch of state or nothing, right? Absolutely That's exactly, not. That's exactly what I'm saying. I know. I'm oh, saying, my hey, I think guys, guys are different, because a female always will go to a guy. If you have what she wants, you can get the girl. And y'all like to fuck any girl that walks, like, just so y'all can say y'all did her. Oh, wow. Call to the carpet. Hold, hold the phone. I'm really confused now. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's... So, thank, thank you. <laughs> I have I a couple start? more calls that I, I need start? to take. Where do I so, start? Um, Shakir, you need to calm that down. Nah, Hold on. We got a couple more calls we got to take. And yeah, that always on. tells me that I leave people on hold oh. too long. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and put you back on hold, caller, and I'm going to take another call. Okay. <laughs> Area code is 336. Area code is 336. You're on the air. Okay. It's Imaj Shakur. Did you just get mad or something? Man, you went up and you went away. Imaj, no, we don't be calling in, harassing us. First we of have, all, it's we, and I'm trying to rack. You're playing. And so I'm trying to rack up points for the home team. <laughs> I, I, and that must have just ruffled up some fellas. Fellas. She did. People got mad. And I'm proud I love of her. It. Thank you. I know. Thank you for calling She was over there ready to pop a vein in his neck. I love it. Yes. It's okay. Okay. okay, we got one more call. Iman, you can stay on the phone. Just be quiet. Okay, I'll code my Area code is 320. Area code is 320. You're on the air. I already know who that is. Uh-huh. Y'all cutting up, Katie. No, no, no. I am behaving. I'm behaving. Oh, uh-huh. my goodness. 
I'm behaving <laughs> over here. This is Val. Y'all already know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we love Val. We love when Val calls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Y'all lucky I didn't forget what I wanted to say this week. Because <laughs> I know you were scamming <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you know what? Let's, let's all be honest and let's cut out all the bullshit. And yes, I said it. Oh, we know. <laughs> we know. We didn't expect nothing else. <laughs> Y'all men, there wouldn't be women hoes had you not been hoes first. Uh oh. Is that a wrong earth? On this earth first. Damn. Let's be for real. Hmm. Y'all know y'all started this shit back in the day and you continue to keep it going on. And yes, we women have evolved. But now some of us are making businesses. You understand hmm. what I'm saying? So let's not I be shaking and shooking and jabbing with it. We all hold yeah. some respect. That's right. Go Ooh. ahead. All right. Okay. Power, Power to the people. Power to the people. When you're working for your job, what you doing? You making that money, right? So you hoeing for this money. Don't. It ain't hmm. got to be sexual. Hear me out. It ain't got to be sexual when you're hoeing. Because you got to get that I'm money one that. way or the other. Never right? Mm-hmm. All right. You're gonna, Go uh, everybody's a hoe when, when you get down to it. You're going to hustle for some money one way or the other, whether you're on the street corner, whether you're at a job, whether you're writing a book, whether you're doing music. you out here hoeing for this money. That's right. But the last time I checked, I'm a I ain't here in that pop street pop corner uh, shit. I'm going to pop this shit. Now, well, hold on. If we going to see it. But the last time, but the last time I checked, nine times out of ten, most of the men that I know, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong, but most of the men that I know and most of the women that I've seen and and, and popped across in my life and things of that nature got the name and game from a woman, Mama. Preach. So nah. if we go, if we go really, if we go nah, really I keep it really real, if we go really keep it real, no, nope, if we go really real. keep it real, let's no, be real. let's be real. Let's be, let's real. be real. For real. Daddy put yeah, that rolling stone out there. Let's be real. Let's be real. Daddy put that rolling stone out there. All right. That's what the song says. That being the case, <laughs> yeah, that might be the case as far as who started, but who kept the ball rolling? Mama. Hell Papa. no, Mama didn't do that. No, she didn't. No, she that didn't. That was Papa's thing. Mm-mm. Hold on. If we're going to sit here and put it all out, let's put it all out on the table. By all means. Right? It takes two to tango fact. number one mm-hmm. in any shape or form. Fair enough. Number two, once a woman decides to put herself into a committed relationship and be married to that man, and they saying, okay, this is going to be just us, no outside influences, no outside relationships, and then daddy go out there and start rolling. You gonna tell me that's on the woman? He can't tell you that. He can't tell you that. Yes, I'm gonna tell you it's on the woman. Because the same way you said that a hoe could be in many different forms, whether it's physical or working, you not giving me something is forcing me now not to give you something. 
So you not giving me, let's say, a support, it's, it's causing me not to give you fidelity. You not giving me peace of mind is not forcing me to give you this. So everything comes from somewhere. So, yes, I say it's her fault. So it's always the woman's fault when the dude keeps her? Hell no. I'm sorry. I mean, no, I just want you to think. They no, want you no, to no, think. I'm, I'm still back. I'm still back to my original. That's what they want you to think. I'm still back on my original baseline. I'm good with it either way. However, I'm still I'm still cracking up laughing because I'm like, a bottom line is still this. Man puts himself in position to be chosen. Woman still chooses. You can't deny me that no matter how you look at it, no matter how you slice it. It's still a woman. Depends on your proficiency. That depends on your proficiency level. Because if you are proficient where you have women coming after you, then you do the choosing. Oh no, but if we gonna really like I said, I'm just going off of the crust and balance of the deal. Nine times out of ten, a woman is making that choice. Period. Bullshit. Mama makes the choice to tell daughter what to do with and when it comes to doing what she wanna do. I've seen it happen too many times. I still see it. So you can call bullshit. All day long. Bullshit. But the the women that I see, the girls that I see that I have to help try to turn around, the the, the minute August turns back around and whatnot, it's the same bullshit. Mama's telling them how to find what they got to do. Listen to me now. Mm. Mama had to be skanky from the first place to tell her daughter to go out here and do this shit. But if you Mm. raise your children, if you raise your children the right way, and to have morals and to respect themselves, they ain't going to go out here and do it. I don't care if it's male or female. Hmm. <sighs> now, now what? what? Now what? But if it don't make a difference if it's male or female, then how could you say no, that that every man it, is naturally a whole? It can be a man raising women children. It can be a woman raising female, you know, male children. It does not matter. The same thing applies. They have to be raised the right way. But you know what? Here, here's the deal. You know, you raise your kids with this understanding of the culture of your house. This is what we do in this family. These are our standards. And you build this world around your kids so that when y'all are out in public, they know what you expect because you're right there. You're that reminder. You're present. However, you take your hands off your kids. They go out into the world That's alone. They and when they go out into the world alone, they either they will grow. retain those things that you taught and they'll act in that way, or so they, they take on stupid. what society allows. They take on what feels good. And how often does it feel good for women to call other women hoes? We don't like that. But when we get when guys get dapped up, for doing those things that maybe mama not proud of these doing. However, my boys think it's cool that I'm running these three women. Then that dis- that determines what I thus become. So, yeah, my foundation could have been laid one way, but when I get out there on my own, what somebody else or what society or my surroundings allow and say it's cool, that's what I do. And that's where you okay. get that difference. I got a question for everybody since we're talking on this society thing. You, what do you as a parent do to try and fight that? 
if they're still in your home. Not now, not when they go out of your house, because out of your house, that's out of your control. But what do you do in your own home with your children to let them know what's really happening? Are you that honest with your children? Absolutely. Girl, absolutely. Absolutely. Or are you some of these other parents that mess around and let the TV be the babysitter? Oh, and then guess what? Those are parents that the teacher has to call home and say, I need to have a meeting with you so I can tell you what Mm -hmm. your daughter was doing behind the trash can on the playground. So either way, you're going to be confronted with it. You're going to be confronted with it. Or that's the day that you ask your daughter, can you see her phone because your battery died and you need to make a quick call, and you see every damn thing that you can't believe in that phone. No doubt. Either way, you got to deal with it. That's right. So it's either on your terms, either on your terms or forced terms. At least on your terms, you get to prepare. And that shit is real. And, yes, show more cuss. But that's real shit there. That's right. You're right. And I check every damn time. <laughs> and you know, my house says, hey, as long as I feed you, clothe you, and pay these bills, I can check anything in this month. And they know. That's right. My 17-year-old, so, I check her shit. I check her Facebook. Yeah. I check everything online. And she ain't got a cell phone. Mm-hmm. I definitely what understand. What cell phone? I mean, and it's one of those things where, you know, you can't, you can't keep them from doing everything and even checking phones, backpacks, purses. They you, still you do stuff. Them from, no, you can't. Yeah, they still do stuff, what? but they do, they do it with that knowledge. They do it with that knowledge. She better be ready to face the consequences. And that's the difference. And that's where you make the difference. That because you cannot control their free will, but that's where you make a difference in what they choose to do. Because they have to ask themselves, when I get to the house, that lady gonna be standing there and do I really want her to thrash me about? And they have to make a decision. And if they don't mind that, yeah. then cool. But they know that that's waiting on them. They wish that we take care of that. Yep. I'm going to get in that ass every time. And even if they grow and they go do something different, they better hope they behind bars and make it be the <laughs> only way I can't get to them. Yeah, because if they them, I'm going to whoop their ass in that jail. Consistency is what makes a difference in our kids. That is true, but we off topic again. But it's okay. It's okay because you did it, Val. So that means nobody in the chat room said, that ain't what the hell we supposed to be talking about. Because you want to doing it. That should be everybody's on the phone, damn it. I did do it. I did do it. But it did pertain to the subject. It did. Because a person oh, doesn't get that way without help from society. I do understand that. Well, like I said, you got to teach your kids right the right way. If they go out here and mess up as an adult and they out of your hands, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, no, definitely no doubt there. But, right, yeah. and I'm just going to wrap this all back around to Ron. So, yeah, men <laughs> were born dogs. Anyway, you ready? That Was that yeah. what you were looking for? 
Well, you know you what a female dog is, here. right? You know what a female dog it's, is? No, it's not. <laughs> I ain't said it. You it said does, it. That doesn't pertain to this conversation. We're talking about men. Okay. Bye, I was y'all. just trying to wrap that back around. <laughs> Bye, Bye, Val. Val. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was just trying to wrap that back around to what Ron was talking about. Oh, yeah, now, now, now Ron was talking about it. There's 18 of us when on this you line. Said, you kept trying to corner Val. I'm trying to help my girl. You're trying to corner Val. This is, you just oh. said, but you're saying, oh, I was just trying to help Val's point be clear because she made it, but you were trying to jack it up. Don't be trying to jack with our stuff. I'm just saying. I, I we won. We won, Ron. Just swallow that. We We won. Um, he didn't like that. It's okay. You don't have to like it. You just have to accept it. Yeah, I know that all too well. Story of my life. <laughs> yeah, I bet you okay, want so. something up. I have to come on, come on, come on. <laughs> no, no, don't don't try to run now. Don't run now. Don't run now. <laughs> no. Just I, This is what I would like to end the show with, you know. And I'll yeah. let you guys have a few minutes to get to this point. And then I want you guys to join hands and say, all men are hoes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and yeah, that's how we'll end the show. And it's, huh? Huh? No, we're not. No, well, we're not we playing. We're not playing phonetic games, dude. We're not playing phonetic games. <laughs> Keep. I understand. Hooked on phonics works for you. It's cool, but <laughs> there were no letters works. before the men part. No letters before uh, that. It's just men. God help me. Uh, okay, my bad. Yeah, I know. This is how he. This is how he acts when I let him on the show early. Secure. You see? <sighs> yes. Hmm? You see? This is your help. My fault. This is your team. I'm sorry. Was he one of those guys you picked last, like, after everybody else was picked? You standing over there kicking rocks, and you was like, I'll take this short dude over here. Y'all got whoa, 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 well, first let me ask you this. Did it hurt your feelings? No, because it's far from the truth. Oh, then I don't take it back. Oh, wait, that's not nice. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm Okay, Imaj. Yes. Have you checked Twitter? Because I don't have access to Twitter because RJ skipped town on us running around with somebody else's kids. I am on my Twitter, but I'm not sure. I'm logged in through mine, and I'm on the wind downs, and I don't have anything from Twitter. Yeah, I think Twitter's quiet tonight. Twitter is kind of quiet. Yeah, That's fine. We don't have to have Twitter today because we got some birds on the on the phone anyway. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, it's quiet. I think the guys are spent. I think they have nothing left in the arsenal after Val. No, I, I, 
gave him some combos, gave him the business. Yeah, Val came in and regulated. No, it started with Katina. She told him up. Oh man, she told him up. Did she? Then you had Val come in for the kill. I don't even think they're gonna be in the world. Y'all okay? Katina, tell y'all up. Nah, she, she tried. I'll give her credit, but no, oh. don't think so. She tried to turn. She tried good. to turn. She tried to turn things into a goddamn lifetime movie. Right. <laughs> that shit Behind don't fly. everything, there is a story. There might be a story yeah, about a man being a hoe. I mean, there might we'll be a story see. there too. You know what, in my mind, I'm trying to write that one. Like, I'm trying to picture, because, you know, you know, I'm a writer like all the rest of you, so I'm trying to picture, like, Ron as this distraught hole on the street who don't want to sell his body no more, and it all stemmed from back in the day when he was on the playground and that girl grabbed his butt. I don't know, like, trying to figure out where this story could come from. That might be something we might have to cold kind of write and give it a I'm trying, but I just, it's, not realistic. it's not realistic to me. Like, I can't see right. them having you know a bad story. I'll, I'll, I'll email you something tomorrow to let you know exactly how realistic it is. You got, you're going to write a story tonight that explains no, how it's, you it's were. Not, it's, it's not a story. I, actually, the book that I'm working on is my memoir. And in the beginning okay. of that book, it explains. Exactly how Why you're a people turn into the people. Listen, don't call me out my name, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't call you, Mr. Hoare. I was just trying to. Gotcha. Be more careful. He said, don't call me out my name, but yes. He told me don't call him out his name, but yes. It wasn't what you said, it was how you said it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Okay, so um I'm gonna share on my Facebook um all Ron's business after he sends it to me, uh, secretly tomorrow. Um I'm not but I'm not gonna tell anybody that it's you, Ron, okay? Right. No, if everybody who reads it tomorrow it's not me. It's not you, yeah. So right. I will not tag Ron in it because it's not him. Like I ain't gonna but come I tell you. Right, but I'm just saying I won't. They won't know it's you unless I tag you. Right, right. Yeah, like my first line is right. gonna say, "This is not Ron's story." Right, right. Okay, this is not his story. His, and then in parentheses put Ron. Right. Exactly. Okay. There you go. That works. That works. That works for that me. Works for me okay, so we have decided that the point system registers. I just did all the calculations with my adulator, and it shows that the women won this argument and that men are hoes from birth because Bullshit. society says. <laughs> because society says. That they are. <laughs> and society says that we're hoes. Yeah, wow. that, I mean that was like the unanimous decision. Like even when y'all voted, y'all voted with us. Like right? 
<laughs> See, exactly. Silence is a yes. That's I'm, y'all messed that up oh, right there, Nah, right no. now I'm just I'm way beyond to just way beyond messy at this point. If I say anything more, it's liable to be completely explosive. So I'm gonna slow down and chill out because it's midnight. I gotta be up at six in the morning. Drop that mess and keep it moving. Good God almighty! Oh man! And that is admitting defeat. And I appreciate you, Shakira, for admitting that you guys lost tonight. Because hey, that's don't appreciate me because I ain't admitting nothing. I ain't admitting nothing. Goddamn thing! Right now, I'm just to a point where y'all really killing me. Woo! Okay, well, here. Here, here's what I'm going to do. I open this show up with a classic piece of hip-hop history. And I'm going to close the show off with an updated version. Because just like it was brought up tonight, Val said, men always been hoes. And they still hoes. So, I figure we already listened to the classic version of that. So I'm going to play the more updated version of the song because I think she's right. So, gentlemen, good night. Yeah, yeah. Good night. <laughs> good night, Imaj. Good night. And we're going to go ahead and sign off. I love you guys. Love you too, wow. but this is some bullshit. That's my final word. The final word tonight, boys and girls, is bullshit. bullshit. And that is and that Bro, is you about the letter B and S. Letter B. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Right. We gon' pull a train on this nigga. Damn. Come down, man. Your little cousin's a hoe. Which way? That way. And I'm telling Dollar Bill, too. This ain't no damn hoe house. I'm ready. Hey, yo, Pink. What's cracking, nigga? I'm trying to get my roll on, Q. So where we headed? The Players Club, fool. You bought it? Bought it, nigga. I heard it was hoes at the Players Club. Oh, yeah, like that big booty girl that you know. Your boy was trying to hide oh, yeah. her. She be out there, too, nigga. Look at our bump on. You ready? Now, which one of y'all freaks want to get down with the biggest <laughs> nigga in town? The world renowned. You can meet me downtown in the lobby. Walking past niggas, that's my double hobby. Step into the elevator. Press the penthouse. Smell the smoke in the hall, we getting bent out. We just sent out for room service. Why you acting cool and your cousin looking nervous? Bullshit conversation, about your occupation. Here we go with this mandatory time wasting. My nigga Master P is in sweet 23, doing hella shit. To your relative in the ghetto. We turning fine hoes into pretzels. Hands on our metals, never have to bet hoes. They come running with their fans and their best clothes.
nigga with the beam. About to hit the player club looking for a jean. A 36, 24, 36. A hoogie with a big butt and some tits. She gotta be rowdy, I mean be bowdy. Get a nanny with my boys of your alley. My elder, ride up with the 20 inch wheel. Wood grain in the slant for the sex appeal. Got them bumping, jumping, yeah. saying something. Yeah. How you do that, there? The hoes keep coming. There they go, there they go, there they go. No matter how much you give them, they gon' want some more. So I'm a hoe, you know I'm a hoe. Make them say, uh, then I let them go. See, I'm a hoe, you know I'm a hoe. You the hoe. say, uh, then I let them go. See, you the hoe, you know I'm a hoe. How do you know? Cause I told you so. Yeah. West side hoes say, uh, down south hoes say, uh. Cause your pussy is so A diggy 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 dig A diggy 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 dig